found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a hump day, Wednesday edition of Tidbits. This the 29th day of the month of March. Didn't do a program Monday. Yesterday we did a show and today Matthew's back. Hi there. So Matt's back. And you didn't do the show Monday? No. Why not? Alan just uh, felt that he was out of place trying to do the show. <laughs> then he reported that he was just hammered with calls as to where's tidbits, which I highly doubt, but <laughs> perhaps he was. Okay. We demand. <laughs> we demand it. So we did a show yesterday, and now you're back. Matt... Uh, is going to give us a 500-word essay on his 48 hours away from work. We didn't do much. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Within 500 words. (sighs) Did you go anywhere? We did. We went to uh, visit our friend Amanda, who lives in Merrillville. Okay. And um, because we haven't seen her in a very long time. So we went to uh, Merrillville, about an hour and 45 minutes north of here. All right. They have a dinner theater there. I don't know. Do they? Maybe thinking of the wrong place. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe. So he went to Maryville yeah. and the uh, rest is history. Didn't really do much. I mean, yeah. we it was mainly just to catch up. And yeah. Made it back and here you are. Pretty much. Ready? That was only one day. We just went there. One day. One day. One day. Well, it's nice to, you know, get a little time off. I'm looking forward to when that date may arrive for me. Not quite sure when that may be. <laughs> but someday, Matt. Someday. 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 Now, this is uh, something that's kind of interesting. A new sensor that can tell the difference between the flu or COVID-19 in just 10 seconds. Is that right? Researchers say it can differentiate between various virus strains. And in about the time it takes to sneeze... <laughs> They can detect uh, the presence at much lower levels and much more quickly than conventional testing. Hmm. The researchers are working to improve its performance further by expanding the viruses it can detect. Isn't it? I mean, does it matter at this point? Well, you're kind of struck with the same thing, although the the effects of each could be varying. Right. But uh, pretty much... They're very similar anyway. I'm pretty sure I had it. Yeah. Because I couldn't smell or taste for like yeah. two weeks. But of course, we stayed around each other and we continued on. That's pretty much. Then I progressed with a hacking <laughs> cough that I couldn't get and still deal with. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're still at work. And Here we are. Uh, we're doing fine. Here we are. <laughs> this, uh, along with that. There you go. <laughs> a new psychological study. Yeah finds people with positive experiences in their close relationships appear to have better physical health. Well, the headline says, the friend you choose may be making you sick. (laughs) Or maybe healthier. Yeah. Previous research focused on how relationship conflict or satisfaction can impact stress levels and blood pressure. Mm. In this current study, however, researchers looked at how either type of relationship, good or bad, affects a person's health day to day. In total, just over 4,000 people completed daily check-ins. 
They went with 4,005 <laughs> <laughs> of their blood pressure, heart rate, stress, and coping levels on their smartphone or smartwatch. Mm. Study participants also shared their experiences and feelings about their closest relationships, including positive and negative memories every three days. <laughs> People with more positive experiences than negative often reported less stress, better coping skills, and lower blood pressure. There you go. On the other hand, people who experience daily ups and downs in their relationships and reported more negative experiences had more problems with stress, coping, and increasing blood pressure. I suppose if you look at your colleague and they're starting to turn red throughout the day, they're having issues with you. Okay. <laughs> Just starting to get a red face and a red nose. <laughs> Bulging veins. <laughs> Perhaps a sweaty brow. <laughs> they, they may not like they you. They may not like you. <laughs> if you walk in the room and someone goes, oh. <laughs> There may be some issues there. Uh, The authors of the study caution against jumping to conclusions that your friends can make you sick. (laughs) Instead, the findings show how relationships may be one more influence in a person's health. One doctor hopes researchers can look beyond heart rate and blood pressure and get a more complete understanding of other ways relationships may affect health. You know, I suppose there are people out there in their group of friends, and I don't know what the average person has for friends, but it seems like there's always one that they're talking about that they're they're always having an issue with. Why are they even a friend? Okay, you know? I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. But they're still part of the group. Right. And um, there's always something. It's like you're too far along at this point to just break up. Yeah. How do you do that? We can't be friends anymore. Is that what you do? Is it, I, I guess that's what people do. We just can't. We just can't be friends. I think in this day and age, you just start ghosting people. You just quit returning calls, texts, avoid eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, you know, it just seems like, you know, and I don't have a, you know, me, I know everybody, I'm Mr. Happy. <laughs> And, uh, but, you know, actual close friends are very limited. Right. You know, many, many acquaintances, very few friends. Sure. You know, and, sure. um, small circle, baby. Yeah. It's a small, uh, privileged circle. That's right. To be a part of my world. Here's a research in Australia claims to have developed a nasal spray for erectile dysfunction. And it could be rolled out to American consumers within a couple of short years. Hold on, babe. (laughs) I was just going to say the same thing. (laughs) So, like, it's a catch-22. Like, you know, sure it works, but it also kind of ruins the mood. Hold on here. (laughs) Uh, the spray to play product oh my gosh yeah reportedly works in as little as five minutes meaning it could be a bedroom game changer (laughs) 
for the 30 million Americans who struggle to gain and maintain. Now, we're not making light of that, okay? No. Like, there, there's, no, that, that's I, an absolute, we're not making no. light of that. We're just making light of... Of the taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hold on here, hold on. <laughs> now, I presume you do that before, you know. But it's quick. But sometimes so you So, see, you can just sneak away. Pardon me. Got to go blow my nose. So, you could use that. Right. I mean. Pardon me. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> the new spray, dubbed Spontan, <laughs> repurposes the PDES inhibitor Vandernaffel, which is taken orally one or two hours before activity. This right. works in just five. That's five pretty, minutes. That, that's, inc- that's amazing. So if that's the case, that's that is a major breakthrough. Right. Because, you know, planning ahead two hours could be, you know, tough to do. An hour or two. Sure. Or, or you know, you think you've got it. Mm. You know, you've made dinner. Everything appears to be grand. Everything's going great. <laughs> <laughs> you just wasted $70. <laughs> She walked away. <laughs> At least you can hold off, you know, with this. True. Make sure, double check. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> because we've been there, you think <laughs> it's going one direction. Nope. Yeah. So this would be a major deal. So maybe within two years, we'll start to see that. In the American marketplace, that which that would that, honestly, I mean, if if that's if you have an issue with that, I mean, yeah, five minutes, that's five a, minutes, that that's wonderful, right? Yeah. Good for I me, mean, good for you. If that's yeah, the case. so let's hope that progresses. It's six thirty-two. Well, so Dave Packard's in here. <laughs> yes, he is. Now is he is he coming in to join us or what's the David doing? He he brought donuts. Are you wearing pumps? If you brought the donuts, David. Dude, those are awesome. All right. Come in here on the microphone, Dave. Distracted by Dave's shoes. That's awesome. uh, So Dave's here for a a reason. I think (laughs) (laughs) there's got to be a reason. He just shouldn't be here. Yeah, he's going to be on my show. All right. So what's going on, David? Well, you know the old phrase, Dave happens for a reason. Yeah. So that's me. I'm making my debut on Tidbits. I'm very proud. Oh, they are. I know Zach Show and Siegel's over there listening with well, the Australians. This doesn't mean that you'll be part of the podcast, just so you know. Okay. We'll catch your piece I'm out. not the third guy. Okay. I get it. No, I'm here. I'm going to be on the river talking about our Mary Max video game breakfast okay. now, movie. That? Because we've not really talked about it over here on, right. on Hoosier Country. So what what is this? How's it working? When is it? Well, it is a week from Saturday. I yeah, think. April. 8th. I don't have April the flyer 8th. in front of me. April eighth, okay. right. and uh, you pay fifteen bucks. It gets you a free breakfast, courtesy of Renoir Restaurant. It gets you a movie ticket, which runs around seven or eight bucks these right. days. Yeah. And just for a little kind of sprinkle on top, they're doing a little gaming on the big screen. So I'm bringing in a Nintendo, and I'm going to be going through some Mario games. You ever play a Mario game, Dale? Oh, years ago. And I never was worth a hoot, you know, because there's a lot of secrets, you know, you go and... Yeah. So, so, I mean, that's really it. I'm going to challenge people to go through some of Mario's most challenging games, including... He described it as as sort of like a live documentary. Okay. Going through the history of Mario. Okay. 
And my hope is that by playing the games and seeing these different characters, that when you see the movie, you'll be welcome to more Easter eggs than you might have already uh, been able to notice. Because this all came about because of the release of the movie. Yeah, yeah, the Mario movie, you know, they Nintendo's been very stingy with their property ever since uh, Bob Hoskins made the yeah. Super Mario live action movie with Dennis Hopper and it was just a total disaster. They've been really guarded about making a movie. So this one should be a real nostalgic treat. Now, years ago, when you were a young fellow, you were in the gaming industry, right? I was, yes. I made a few games down in Orlando for EA Sports. Is that right? It's in the game. So it... <laughs> <laughs> I heard that so like thousands on, of times. Did you work on the Tiger Woods golf games? I did. Yeah. Tiger Is that Woods. right? Yep. And I worked on one John Madden. So if you were to pull out the John Madden 2010, which nobody's doing, then you would see my name in the credits. Wow. See, I didn't know that. That's so, yeah. So that sounds like an ideal gig. It is. It is. I'm, I'm making it more complicated than I need to, like usual, to try to make it better. But <laughs> yes. I mean, for a young man or woman that's out there and they love that realm of gaming that'd be but i presume it's difficult to get into and it's it's not all fun in games like you think yeah i mean it's work yep yep exactly and so we're going to try to kind of make it the best it can be um but but i'm going through trying to go through all these mario games trying okay. to set up challenges like starting with something that you may be able to do and that <laughs> and that don't give me too much credit well could you be what's this button do david could, that's right could, could you beat a stage or two of donkey kong the arcade game did you ever play any of those old pac-man donkey kong i never was good at them never did yeah now i'm more of a guy that likes to shoot them up bang them ups i did you know if you if we had in honor of uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, <laughs> when that movie was released, yeah. if we would have had the bang them up, blow them up, you know, war games, then perhaps I'd tried that. So more, you're more like a Call of Duty kind of person. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Flying, you know, I like to be yeah. a pilot. Sure. You know, that sure. kind of stuff. But the football and games like that, I bet I'm no good at them. And, and they can I can do... only throw a screen, that's it. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm doing a sweep. <laughs> sweep right, sweep left, screen. So that's going to take place two week, or a week from this, this Saturday. Yep. Yes. That's, a, that's interesting. It is. It is. It's going to be a cool event, I think. Yeah, it should be a one-of-a-kind event. I don't think anybody around would. You know, most people would just throw in Mario Kart and just let people play for two hours. Right. I didn't want to do that. You know, the new games, kids have played a ton. If you're into Nintendo like me, you've played it a ton as well. I yeah. wanted to get, you know, a nice kind of visual history, and I'll probably spout off during the thing uh, to let people know kind of a few things about Mario. So this will be specifically in one of the designated theaters. Yes, seating is limited, I think, to, I don't know if it's 140. 130. 130. Okay. Um, But uh, you can go on the website, and they've already got kind of a link to it on that April, is it April 8th? April 8th. Okay. MerrimackCinemas.com. Okay. Yeah, and it it should be fun. Um, Gosh, I I just lost my thought. I I had a thought for you that was good. Now, back in the day, they always said if you played a game on one of those big screen televisions, you were going to ruin it. You're going to ruin your TV. Well, we've are you, are we've you gonna ruin the that. theater screen? Are you gonna ruin? <laughs> I think we've moved the past theater that, screening. Okay, will it work after you're done playing games? <laughs> I, I think so. I think all he's got to do is you know plug in a cord and it, it switches over. We've moved past the 1987 okay. right. big screens that <laughs> and computers they won't be here. New Year's Eve 2000. You know, it's 
Are we going to survive? Will we? Will we make it? <laughs> well, Dave, that's interesting. Good to see you. Yeah, thanks for having me in. I guess you brought some donuts in. I did, and I didn't even plan on being on Tidbits. We'll share that with a studio audience. That's right. While we're in, in, our, in our break. So, uh, look, we hadn't done weather. With, no. I got sidetracked yes. with David. I call him D.B., Back when he worked here, it was oh, yeah. DB. Yeah. Davy Boy. Davy Boy. All right. <laughs> so, Davy Boy, thanks. And I was hoping okay. that I am somewhat in that friend circle. You know, I well, heard you listening able. on the way over here, and I love well, you, you, Dale. I don't know if you love me back, but I love you. <laughs> I know I'm not even in the friend circle, so. <laughs> well, if Matt didn't make it, then so I know like, where I, I stand. I'm the guy that, that when, I, when I walk in the room, he gets red faced and sweaty and he does an audible. <sighs> <laughs> I, did, I did during our days of training. Remember? Oh, you wanted nothing to do with me. Yeah, that was. I was like the dog getting a new puppy in the room. Oh, he, yeah, right it was, it was bad. <laughs> so, Dave, thanks. Thank you. And uh, we'll look for a day. This is kind of a weird forecast, Matthew. It yeah. says a chance of rain or snow showers, but a high of forty-six. Now, how do you get snow? So, is it getting colder? Uh, it, it, is the temperature going to drop? Now, it says not till later in the afternoon. And it calls for an increase in clouds, because right now I don't even know right. that it's very cloudy. Right. But then tonight is clear. <clears throat> yeah. Partly cloudy, anyway. Right. So I don't know, but it's going to be, you know, whaling winds. Of course. we got to have those <laughs> at about 30 miles per hour today. Uh, of course. Then tonight, a low of 24. Sunny Thursday in 55. Thursday night, we'll see whaling winds return and a chance of rain, a low of 47. Showers, possible thunderstorms Friday. Very breezy, of course, and a high then of 61. Yesterday, we hit 50, I'm sorry, 48, 33, pardon me, the morning low and current temperature. And around the Diamond Marketplace, it is 34 in Kokomo, Peru is 35, Rochester 35. And locally, we've got um, clear skies and 32 at the airport. All right. It is 641. We've still got, I I got sidetracked, but but I thought that was important news that David Oh, for sure. You know, for sure. Because that's going to be something very different. Oh, it's going to be cool. Yeah. That you don't normally do or yeah, have a chance a to do. So we'll uh, take a break. We'll be back with more. This is Tidbits. The Matthew Paul Band. As we're. Back with Tidbits on a Wednesday, a hump day edition of Tidbits. So it's my first day back. It took Monday and Tuesday off. Yeah. Did I miss anything? Uh, Any exciting go down here? Like like I said, we didn't do a show Monday. Right. Then by that popular one text message, (laughs) it was brought back on Tuesday. Thank you, loyal listener. (laughs) So um, Alan did fill in yesterday, and then here we are today, so nothing really eventful. Did he record it, do you know? I, I doubt he did. Yeah. But maybe. I, you'll I don't to, know. You'll have it because he's never been featured on the, you know. Well, I, list, I posted the so bonus. There, okay, so there is a bonus. Last clip. Friday, I posted okay. bonus content. So listeners will have a chance to hear the of guy we talk of filling in. Of a show he did when I was gone. Okay. At some point. And now they'll get to hear Davey Boy Packard, one of our friends. <laughs> Davey Boy Packard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> So now he'll sure. be featured on today's date, the 29th of March. Now, we should say for the, the podcast listeners, yeah. um, Dave Packard, who you just heard a little bit ago, um, used to work here. Yeah. Used to work with us. 
and he has since uh, moved on. He teaches radio and TV at our local high school, yeah. Logan Sport High School. So, And that big event is, you know, at the Mary Max Theater, again, there's seatings limited for that. So mm-hmm. you want to get involved with that ASAP. Yep. And you're not guaranteed. I'm, I'm going to say this up front. Surely you're not 130 people. You're not guaranteed you're going to get a shot to play. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So there'll so, be there'll be a drawing. So, so don't so. have a sad face and snotty nose because you didn't get selected. Because you're getting breakfast too. You're getting breakfast, <laughs> and you're getting the movie. Yeah. It'll be a good time because you know there's going to be you know people that not everyone will get to do it. Yes. So keep that in mind. This good news: people are six times more likely to suffer a heart attack the week after having the flu. Than in the entire year before or after that illness. Really? Six times more likely. A new study analyzed data from more than 26,000 patients. This across the Netherlands. If we have listeners there, hello. (laughs) Your people sacrificed. I'll have to check our analytics, but okay. (laughs) To analyze the increased risk of attacks when suffering from influenza. The virus has been known to increase the stickiness in the blood, which, along with inflammation, can weaken fatty plaques in the arteries and cause a clot. The research team hopes their research will help underline the importance of vaccination and raise awareness of heart attack symptoms among flu patients. Something, I'll be honest, I've never thought about. Wow, that's crazy. And I've never had a flu shot. Me either. And I suppose maybe maybe I should. I you know I don't know. We talked about that six foot ten inch fourteen year old kid. Yeah. With size twenty three feet. Yeah. <laughs> He's about to uh, receive the biggest shoes ever made by sportswear brand Under Armour. They've got on board with the kid. Eric Kilburn Jr. had been wearing size twenty two shoes, but they were too small. They cause painful calluses, blisters, and ingrown toenails. Sure. His mother recently went public to help find shoes to house his feet, given that the average American male size shoe is 10.5, 10 and one half. That's the average. Under Armour responded and is now set to gift the six foot ten inch teenager with a pair of custom made sneakers. Is he gonna keep growing? Okay. I mean, at 14, he's. You got to figure he's got another growth spurt at some point, right? I mean, my goodness. 6'10. <coughs> Pardon me. 23 size shoe. Man. Man. A 3D render of the youngster's feet was created and a mold made to ensure the designers create the perfect fit. Because he plays sports. Because he wears cleats or can't wear cleats right. because there's none big enough. He's playing football. Gosh, imagine lining up against that dude. Good grief. Jeez. So it says there will be a six to eight week wait until they uh, come out with their biggest ever creation. The company also offered to make Eric a pair of cleats just in time for the return of football. Hmm. Would you say right now at age 14, six foot 10, I don't. Does it give? It never gives his weight. He's got to be three something. Oh, he's got to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Wouldn't you say he's pretty much a shoe in at any college, <laughs> just to be placed in a line to? to uh, I don't know. I mean, 
Maybe he's weak. How you know, athletic and you can is run him he? right I mean, over? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, how athletic is you know, he? Because you know, I was a powerful running back. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I could mow him over. I, I, yeah, I'm you sure know, you could have. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe he would be on the offensive line, and you would you know, be able to run behind be, him. Yeah, you know, and he'd be breaking holes. That's right. I that's, don't know. that's a big kid. That's it just a, big, a big person. It is. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that he's that big at 14. Wow, and he's got like you said before, he's got some meat on him. Oh like, yeah, he's not he's, a, not, he's not he's not spindly. No, and, you know, I mean not like the six foot ten inch basketball players you see. Right, now, this kid plays football. Like yeah. he's a lineman. Six, I mean, he, he's thick. Yeah, he is. Just uh, you got to believe, no matter what, right now, no matter how he's being recruited. What would he be? Eighth grade? Is it? Yeah, I mean Cooper's <laughs> fourteen, so eighth grade. He's like. Five six and wouldn't this kid be dominant even in basketball? You would think so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, watch you watch that big kid from he Purdue puts up fifty three points a game. <laughs> that big kid from Purdue, yeah. You know, he's getting all. Sorts he's of... only got to get off the floor about three inches to stuff it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just it's and unbelievable. He's getting all kinds of Player of the Year awards yeah. and everything else. He's yeah. So anyway, there we go. The biggest shoes ever made. There you go. Size 23. By Under Armour. So, Matt, that'll do it. You've uh, got David to work with over there on the river as you play more of your psychedelic tunes of the 70s. That's how we roll. <laughs> we Nothing but the and, 70s. And we, nothing but the weird, you know. <laughs> and we've got more hayseed and corn-fed stuff coming yes. your way. Hayseed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, have, uh, have a good remainder of your day. Okay. And we'll do this tomorrow. All right. See, see you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.